You are an upsider, living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside. Upside. With Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Tuesday, January 17th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for Ellie. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for Ellie's school. I love that she loves to go to school, and that makes me really happy. Yesterday on the show, you ended by giving me homework. Everybody homework. I actually think you gave homework to everybody who heard yesterday's episode. I did. Which was to think about... What you love or what we love, because I guess it was you saying it. Mm -hmm. What you love in your life. And I wanted you to bring a list to the show today. And if you are listening, wherever you're listening, mentally, hopefully you brought your list. Though just the word homework causes anxiety because I am worried that I didn't do this right. There's no wrong answer. It's such a broad, but... I love chocolate chip cookies, but I also love you, and I also love penguins. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them Mm -hmm. is on a different Mm -hmm. plane, Mm -hmm. so I'm worried that I've done it wrong. Well, the most important things in your life that you love. Well, penguins aren't that important. They're neat. Yeah. So they're not. So give me your list. My list is uh, immediate family, meaning you and Ellie, Mm -hmm. and then also the dogs by extension. Um... I love making people laugh. Mm -hmm. I love kindness, Mm -hmm. like being kind and uh, sharing kindness, but also witnessing kindness. I just love the vibration, I guess, of kindness. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love being near water. Yeah, that's a good list. That's a really good list. Thanks. And And chocolate chip cookies. In our Facebook group a couple of days ago, I saw a post And it said, list, like create in your mind, a list of things that you love. And then underneath that, it said, where do you fall on the list? Self-love. And I was like, whoa, that would not have even been on my list. And I think that's kind of sad. Is it it sad or is it Mm -hmm. it really sad? Mm -hmm. Why is it sad? If you, if somebody is asking you to list your favorite things in your life and none of them are who you are loving yourself, I mean, we don't have to like go into it too much, but I just thought that was like a, whoa, like that kind of freaked me out. I was like that. I have never in my list of like, what are the most important things in your life? Never once have I said me. Yeah. But it should be, it should be that way for everybody. It should be. You loving yourself and liking yourself. I would be interested to know. Is, uh, I think, a piece of life that we're all missing out on. Most of us are missing out. I don't disagree. And I would be interested to know if the question was, do you, right now, at this moment in time, do you truly love yourself? I don't know that anybody would say, Yes, would they? Or very few people. And I'm not trying to- Do you to... love yourself? No. Do you like yourself? Most of the time. You do? Yeah, most of the time. But I don't, I, th- I just, I think I 
am always a work in progress and there's a lot of room for improvement and I don't I, I I don't know I guess it's different I unconditionally love myself like I'll I always I'm grateful for the existence I have but I'm so this is getting so deep do you love yourself no right I don't so so I think that's answering I think if most people leave themselves off of that, they're answering the question honestly. Mm -hmm. Do you accept yourself? Oh, that could be the deeper question. No. Yeah. I don't. Do you? Um, well, I don't know. I shouldn't have asked that question because I don't know how to answer it. Um, I don't know. I, I accept the fact that I am a work in progress in need of improvement. That's not the, that's not the same thing. Are you happy with yourself? I'm trying to think of the right. I am. I would be, I would, I would be absolutely fascinated to hear from someone who is. I am proud of myself. I am yes. not happy with myself. Right. And those two things can exist at the same time. Same. Hashtag yeah. same. Anyways, I just like that was one of those things. And I know it's like somebody kind of like probably made it not as a joke, but just as like, oh, how many positive memes can we like yeah. crunch out or whatever? But that one really and in our group, there's quite a few of them. But that just really rattled me. And I definitely have more work to do. And it kind of made me think about, OK, I probably need to go back to therapy. I probably like because before I was working on confidence but I think self-love is not the same as confidence. What's it? What? I think self-love is really having an appreciation for yourself. Yeah. And I think that, what was the first one I said? Self-confidence versus self-confidence self. is, has to do more with doubting yourself all the time. Like I used to spend 90% of my day doubting myself. Second, I don't do second that. Second guessing everything. Second guessing everything, tearing myself down. You're so stupid. You sounded like such a, you know, yeah. like you just sounded so ridiculous on that call. I can't believe you said that. Everyone hates you. Like I used to beat myself up almost to the point where my brain couldn't even keep up with it because it was incessant. I don't do that anymore. I think I have built that confidence in my abilities, but that doesn't mean that I love myself. And then I say, wow, you're pretty great. Cause I don't feel that way. I, I would be, I would, I would be very interested in having a conversation with a person who can say with absolute certainty that they love themselves and that they accept themselves. If there was a moment, if there was a lesson to be taught about when they learned that. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And if you have never doubted that, I would like to talk to your parents. Because that's, I think amazing. That, that's a valuable lesson. Mm -hmm. So if there is a moment in time where a, a light switch flipped and and all of a sudden you realized, I'm, it sounds, you know, that old school Saturday Night Live skit, I'm good enough and I'm strong enough. Mm -hmm. um, but if that switch flipped for you, 
you have an invitation to come on the show and tell us about it. Yes. And it, and if that switch has always existed for you, uh, please ask your parents. Or if you know what they did yeah, and how they did it. Because what a gift that is. Such a gift. I saw this woman on TikTok talking about something that I think is so funny because it is so true. And I don't really have an intro. I don't even really know where this is going to go. But I felt like we should share it on the show because um, it resonates so much with me. Things that are unequivocally my husband's job. Let me just say, though, that if I didn't have a husband, I know for a fact I would do it because he just got home from a two-week trip and I've been holding down a fort, okay? Super mom out here. Let's get into it. Number one, I stand with all the mothers out there who said trash because I'm not taking the trash from inside this house to outside this house. And I'm most certainly not taking the trash from where it is outside all the way to the curb. God don't want that for me. He told me. I heard him say it. What I will do, because I'm a good wife and I'm benevolent, is I will take it out the trash can, tie that thing up. I might double bag it if I'm feeling nice that day. And I'll put it at the door for you so you can get it on your way out. He that findeth the wife findeth the good thing. Next up is bugs. That's not on me. That's not my ministry. I'm sorry that you just went all the way to the basement. I didn't know when you got all the way down there that it was going to be a bug up here and I was going to be fighting for my life. But at this point, we only got two choices. Either you come get the bug or we got to put the house up for sale. What do you want to do? Hurry up, make it quick because he about to get away and then we ain't going to have no options. Say no me. This on you. Whatever you decide, just let me know. I'm a supportive wife. Whatever you want to do, I got you. Just know though. We're also going to have to pay for movers because I'm not moving anything. Okay. Next, anything having to do with this car. Baby, I have a hard enough time keeping gas in this car. I'll be riding this thing until I got zero miles left. I can't be responsible for all the other stuff going on with the car. I will ride these wheels until they literally fall off. I've done it before. I'll do it again. Please don't put us in that position. Your son rides in this car. Your wife-wise in this car. Please just make the appointment. I think that more people need to do what you and I did, Callie, and put some of those things in their wedding vows. We 100% had in our wedding vows that I don't take out the trash. And I told you that when we were dating. I'm like, just so you know, I hate taking out the trash. Yeah. Hate with a capital H. H-E-E. Yeah. And the Hate only reason that I did it hat. when we were dating and like before we lived together, I lived in an apartment that had valet trash and it was my trash can. So I would just pick up the trash can and put it outside. But the whole like putting it in the big thing, wheeling it to the dumpster, getting it on the right. I just don't I don't like trash. I don't like doing it. It is something, you know, what is the as she says, that is not my ministry and I don't want to do it. What is it? That what what's um who is that person? Um, soapbox Shay S H A E on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Okay, what is it that you that because Shay did say that from time to time she will take the bag out and just set it near the door, which you also do. Mm -hmm. I'm just curious what the mental block is from the door to in our case the big barrel that's in the garage. The big barrel is disgusting. But it's and it always smells. Okay. Because there's other rags in there usually. Like there's, it's a very rare occasion when you open the, as my dad calls it, the Herbie Kirby, and it doesn't smell, or there's not a smell wafting, or you have to hold your breath. Um, it's just, it's dirty. It's gross. Like I know people get theirs washed. 
that's whatever. But if somebody came to generally me, generally speaking, it's it's nasty, and I don't like it. I don't know if this is a nationwide thing, but there are. I know there's at least two companies in the Atlanta area. One of them is an upside listener. Are they? Uh-huh. Who will come to your house and they'll steam clean your yes trash barrels. Mm-hmm. If you had told me that that would be a profitable company X number of years ago, I would have, and asked me to invest, I would have laughed at you. But if you sit with it for just a minute, it is such a universal thing that where every woman on the planet hates the stinky giant garbage can. Everyone. And if you do any research into my marketing. My dad takes out the trash in, in huh? their house. Yeah. My dad, my mom doesn't do it either. Right. I'm just saying. And not, my mom does a lot of household stuff, but she does not do the trash. Yeah. I'm not saying it to be negative or knocking on women or whatever. No, I know. I just, I'm uh, agreeing with you. Yeah. So, um, so it's just a universal thing. And uh, what's so, if, like from a business point of view, if you do any research into marketing, advertising, whatever, in households, and I think this is a random thing that last week or the week before, in households where there is an adult female present, she makes most of the purchasing decisions. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't that be a successful business? The steaming of the cans. Yeah. Yeah. Steaming of the cans. That's what you should call. It's, you should open another business and call it can steamers. It sounds like a one of the sacraments that you have to make or whatever they're called when you're a Catholic. I have to do my confession, I have to do my penance, and I have to do the steaming of the cans. <laughs> and then then I will be a full adult Catholic. There is an article in the Huffington Post with this therapist. Uh, her name is Emma Mahoney. And she was talking about how, you know, every, and everybody knows this. I'm not, you know, saying anything new here. But a lot of New Year's resolutions fail. Because people take on way more than they can chew. You lose your steam or whatever. Um, and it feels like everybody is kind of like in it together in January and then people just forget about it, which is why we do ours in October, you know? So like everybody's like new year, new you gym membership's a discount. Like your friends starting to work out and like, you know, I mean, I've been texting my friend Chrissy. She started Pilates this year. She's doing Pilates five days a week. I'm like, yeah, me too. It's still January. You know what I mean? So we have time to like not. That's why we do October solutions, so we can have forgotten about all of our resolutions by the middle of November. Why wait until February to do it? <laughs> right. We can be totally over and done with that by the the Thanksgiving break. She had an idea that I thought was wonderful, and I think it might be good for you. And I know we've already established our word of the year and execution. Execution. Do it's all a, of that. It's on my mirror. It is on your mirror, but. I love her idea, and I think next year we should try this, or if you are just don't like resolutions but you want to improve your life, I love this one. Instead of having one goal for the year or a series of goals for the whole year, set one goal per month, a word, a goal, a whatever, a focus for that month. Sure. So you're taking one thing and you're breaking it down into more small, manageable steps, which it seems so obvious, but it's really, really smart because if you can stick to something for 30 days, there's one habit. Then when you, and you put now, a habit if, to me is like when you're doing the month um, or like the yearly word of the year or whatever, that's a filter for your actions. Right. Right. So same thing, but focus on the month. Like if you're 
first month is healthy choices. Everything you do goes through that filter. And when you get to the end of the 30 days, you have something accomplished. Now, is this coming up with a new resolution on the first of every month? Or is this, if if your resolution, say, is to run one 5K a month, or let's, yeah, let's say you want to run one 5K a, a month for the year, but you're not a runner. Is your, do you break that down into, okay, sometime in the month of January, I'm just going to run a total of 10 miles. It might be half a mile a day for 20 days, but that's what I'm going to do. And then on, on this next month, I'm going to do this. And then this next month, no, I'm I think do this that's still, that's still an annual goal. Okay. I think you pick a word and you focus on that word. So January organization. And that's when okay, got it. you like every week you pick a different room in the house or every yeah, you know, three it. days you pick a different room in the house, whatever. But if you're someone that has a really hard time executing long-term goals, which is not a knock, it's a very common human habit. I thought that one was really awesome and I like it a lot. All right. I want to say thank you so much to our big sponsor for today's episode, and that is Cozy Earth. We got to know them last year, and they are on board for 2023 as well, supporting the Upside with Callie and Jeff and saying thank you to Upside listeners with a 40% discount if you go to callieandjeff.com slash cozy. Now, we started out doing callieandjeff.com slash sleep, but... We've expanded it to Cozy because Cozy Earth is so much more than just sheets. Yeah, it's they everything they do. I mean, if you have Cozy in the name, I feel like you have to live up to that promise or no one's going to like you. Like the first time you purchase something, if it's not like, cozy. oh my gosh, amazing, then you just lost your audience. But Jeff and I have been, you know, working with them and, and using their products for months now. What, six months now? Seven months? And we love every product the same or more than the one before. And they're outstanding. We love their sheets. We love their towels. I've got an order of pajamas coming in that I'm really excited about. So check they have, them out. They have robes. And they're supporting this small business that we call ours, which we are forever grateful for, um, that they take a chance on us all the time. And you love them. We love them. There's so much love here. Callieandjeff.com slash cozy, C-O-Z-Y. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. Today, a neighbor knocked on my door and asked if I would give a small donation toward the local swimming pool. So I gave him a glass of water. joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. If you don't have life insurance yet, that should be at the top of your to-do list. Fabric by Gerber Life is an easy one-stop shop for you with life insurance and other family finance solutions all in one place. Look, it's January. We're all striving to be better in the year 2023. Why not get your finances in order with a one-stop visit to Fabric? Most New Year's resolutions involve long-term habits, and that means a long-term commitment. This, it's just a quick and easy visit to a website. Takes about 10 minutes, and it's gonna help you get a high-quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance 
in less than 10 minutes. You could also save some money. You could be covered immediately with no health exam required. They've got over 1,600 five-star reviews on Trustpilot.com. And there's a money day money. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Takes 10 minutes of time at meetfabric.com slash upside. That's meet fabric.com slash upside m-e-e-t-f-a-b-r-i-c.com slash upside policy issued by western southern life assurance company not available in certain states prices subject to underwriting and health questions thrive cosmetics makes high performance beauty and skincare products made with clean skin loving ingredients there are no parabens sulfates or phthalates and they're certified 100 vegan and cruelty free now i love the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. It's the first vegan tube mascara, and if you've never tried a tubing mascara, this has more than 20,000 five-star reviews, and it mimics the look of lash extensions, which is why I love it. It's also really easy to remove. It slides right off with warm water and a washcloth, so you don't have to use any soap to get it off, which is great for me because I get really irritated eyes with makeup remover. I also love the Brilliant Eye Brightener, and it's a really easy way to make your makeup look a little fancier than it actually is. It's a cream to powder highlighter stick, and you put it in like the corner of each of your eyes, kind of by your nose, and it makes you look alert, awake, and like you did your makeup. It's one of the easiest makeup tricks ever, and if I can do it, you can do it too. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's thrivecosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash upside for 15% off your first order. We appreciate our upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the upside, visit CallieAndJeff.com. Before we get into three random things, I would like to float an idea by you. Okay. I think I would like to do away with three random things. Sort of. I have ideas for... I, that's my favorite segment that we've done on the show. Three random things? That's consistently, like, fairly easy to pull off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, but I, I think, okay... Let me rephrase that. I want to rebrand three random things. To what? Takeaways. The word takeaways. And the reason is because I, well, actually the reason is because I was looking through something and there's a podcast out there that has the name takeaways in the title. I think it's five takeaways or 10. It's a number and then takeaways. And the idea that that show is telling you exactly what you're, I couldn't even tell you what the overall subject matter is, but you know that when you listen to it, you're going to get three nuggets or three pieces of information or five or whatever the number is. You're going to get three pieces of data that you can take away. Mm Mm-hmm from it and do something with, I, I think, I think I would like to rebrand the three random things, even if we call it three random takeaways, because sometimes I think our random things are completely useless. Should we, um, should we pull our advisory board and let them make the decision about what it is? Yeah. 
Okay. I'll send the horde an email before the end of the week and with like a poll of like, Hey, what do you want this to be called? And if you have any now, should we, should we do a blind or should we reframe it and do an example of it? Because can I tell you what, why it's, why it struck a nerve when it did. Mm -hmm. I am Sometimes my brain gets fried when I look at content creators who are sharing uh, life hacks and tips and tricks and, you know, things to things to improve your existence. And the stuff they're sharing is so obvious. Mm -hmm. And. I never think to share it because I never think to share some things because to me, they just seem that obvious. For example, I wouldn't be surprised if a TikTok someday went viral of a person saying, hey, in the colder winter months, if you want a great tip, before you get in the shower, put your towels in the dryer for 15 minutes and then hang them on the hook. When you get out of the shower 10 minutes later, they'll still be warm and cozy. Mm -hmm. And it'll get 1,650,000 reposts and people, oh my gosh, you've changed my life. But to me, that's just, that's an obvious thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Or no? Am I being silly? I Well, I don't think it's silly. And I, I know, think- And I know I'm petty about that because- I think a rebrand, like a t- calling it something is different, but I actually disagree. I don't think our information is worthless. I think it's funny. And I think it's like, everybody wants to know some dumb thing that other people don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just think if you're trying to come up with three things every single day from a practical standpoint that are like life hacks every day, like we did a TikTok tip of the day and you couldn't keep up because it was just it was just too much. So doing that times three. Yeah, I know. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know. 800-434-5454. What you want three random things to be. I happen to love it. Jeff wants a little zhuzh. Let us know if you think Sometimes it could I be. Sometimes I feel like, like yesterday, w- one of the ones that I did was, oh, they NASA has discovered a new planet that could be, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, well, let me do mine today, and then okay. mine aren't really takeaways so much as, like, super interesting. But mine's not really a takeaway today either, but it is a takeaway. Okay, just, okay. D- just Yeah, just stop overthinking. Okay, here are your three random bits of information no, for it's today. still three random things. Like we haven't officially <laughs> I'm changed kidding. The, oh, I'm okay. kidding. It was a joke. Uh, boob jobs are no longer the most popular plastic surgery. I would have thought that butts, Brazilian butt lifts, because that seems to be very popular. Uh, it um, is actually- Can I guess? Yeah. Steaming your cans. No, oh. but I like where your head is at. Um, no, I don't. I don't know why I just said that. That's what she said. <laughs> and there's your takeaway. <laughs> Um, it is liposuction. It's taken over as the world's most popular cosmetic surgery. I am a little behind because I thought lipo was getting a bad rap. But I, why would it get a bad rap? Because there was a while where people were saying that, well, every like procedure like that, I think there's like a certain percentage of danger, but when you take out fat from one place, it goes to another. Mm. So like you can make that area 
you can lose fat in that area, but it'll wind up somewhere else or something. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really know what I'm talking about. Anyways, boobs are out. Lipo's in. You heard it here. Um, your second random thing is uh, has to do with technology. It's actually two different things. It's two warnings about technology. Uh, number one is uh, confirmation of something that I said to somebody just a few months ago. And I think I maybe even brought it up on the show. But researchers are saying that hearing loss is going to be a significant issue for this coming generation. Oh, I'm sure. Because of earbuds, AirPod AirPods type things. And I have, I said I, my thing, my soapbox, my whatever is I think years from now, we're going to look back on AirPod type things like in ear audio amplifiers mm -hmm. and People are going to say, oh, I can't believe that was a thing. Yeah. Like, remember, you know, a generation or two ago, they were giving 18-year-olds who signed up for the Army, you would get three packs of cigarettes a month right. or something like right. that. Uh, yeah, it helps relax. You know, it takes the edge off or whatever. No. Like, now we look back and go, that was that terrible. Was nuts. That yeah. was terrible. Same thing. Uh, and then the second warning is uh, just looking down at your phone too much can have a detrimental effect on your health even if you're looking at happy, good things because of what it does to your posture and the way you mm. are standing. So uh, put the phone down, stand up straight, put your shoulders back, look up, look ahead, and it'll improve your mood. And your third random thing for today is the most contaminated thing in your kitchen. Jeff Dollar, what do you think it is? Um, it's the dish rag, isn't that the, or the sponge, whatever you use. Nope. To, oh, it's not? Nope. Spice jars. Really? Yes. And the reason is when people are cooking meat a lot, like even you yeah. cook meat with gloves on or whatever, but without fail, and this happens to me all the time when I don't realize it, you need to grab a spice quickly or you forget something. So you just grab the thing that contaminates. Yeah, but there's like, it doesn't live there forever. I mean, does it? Are you going to argue with the. No, but I just think. I think chicken juice is dangerous in the hour that it's still chicken juice. It's all dried up and everything. Mm. I think. I don't know. I don't I'm know. I'm basing that on nothing. Science says your spice jars are nasty. And those are your three random things. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about The Upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing Upside community can continue to grow. Ellie and I stopped by the playground the other day, and while she was waiting for the slide, uh, there's a, a guy whose kid was also on the same piece of equipment, and he backed up a couple steps and backed right into Ellie and knocked her over, mm -hmm. which made her cry. Mm -hmm. uh, not because she got hurt, but it just it startled her. She was looking in one direction and. Then she fell over and, she and fell yeah. over and then there's this weird guy helping her up and and I said, Oh, come here, Ellie. And I was a few feet away. So, oh, come here, Ellie, you okay? And and she was fine. It took her a minute to to shake it off. Mm -hmm. But she was fine. This guy probably apologized to her or I. No exaggeration, at least a dozen times. I mean came back over after leaving the piece of He felt so bad. I feel like you would be the same thing, though. Oh, no. 
maybe you wouldn't apologize a million times, but you would feel bad about that for like three days. Yeah, I would feel bad about it, but it was almost to the point where I felt like, where he was hindering our enjoyment yeah. of the playground because I, I, would, I would see him and say, oh, here he comes again. And he said, I just want to apologize again and see if she's okay. I said, dude, I watched the whole thing happen. She didn't get hurt. It just startled her. And she's fine. At this point, she's up on the thing. Yeah. So, Nice anyways, of him to check, though. Yeah. It was, I mean, I would rather have that, I guess, than the opposite. You know, him just to step over and walk away without saying anything. Yeah. So. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. I have been thinking all day about, Kelly, your question about what do we love? And I just wanted to share my thoughts and actually wrote them down because I just took this really seriously. But, um, you know, we all say we love different things. I could say I love Coke. And that's really Coca-Cola, not the drug. And that's true, but what I really, really deeply feel for is what I listed. And I love my children. I love my true friends who are my family. I love my dogs, and you might have heard one of them breathing just then. I love music, and I love books. And I love my spirituality and my relationship with my creator and my guide. And I do love myself. And I would have never considered it without seeing the Facebook post. And it took me a long time to get there. But I can say that I do. And following that, I love my body. And I love the relationship that I have with my body. It also took me a long time to get there. But my body's been so forgiving over the years. And it's worked really hard to keep me healthy and strong. And I'm trying to honor my body now. And treat it well. Um, this was a good exercise, and it, I think, helps keep us grounded. Um, you all are such an addition to my life, and I am so grateful for the upside. And um, thanks for all you do. And you know, all the best. Have a great day. Bye. Hey guys, I'm listening to Monday's episode and you're talking about the jury duty and the judge assigning a 30-page paper to the person who went on vacation. And Callie, no offense, but you just said that writing a 30-page paper is not that bad. I 1,000% disagree. Um, I can't remember if it was undergrad or graduate school, but our professor not only had to write a 30-page paper, but we had to conduct a like scientific research experiment and I'm a speech therapist so it was like all I don't even know what I wrote about to be honest with you but it was the bane of my existence 30 pages and this is on top of like other classes it was one of the worst experiences of my life but I did learn that I can write a 30 page paper it just is going to take a decade I got an A though all right bye Hey, this is Christy from McDonough. Um, I call all the time. I'm a teacher. I teach middle school. I have the poster of um, Mar I have a poster of Martin Luther King in my classroom with the quote: "If you can't 
fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. And every year, at the beginning of the year, takes about a week or so, finally a student will ask, what does that mean? And even though I teach math, we take about five to eight minutes, sometimes longer, have a discussion about what it means to keep moving. You still have to persevere. You still need to do your very best. So it thrills me that you reference it today and not the same old speech of I have a dream, which is a eloquent and perfect speech too. But a lot of people don't know all of his other wonderful speeches and all of the wonderful messages that he gave and the hope that he gave to people. And he's such an inspiration. Okay, I'm going to... Don't talk about what you're going to do. Don't just dream about what you're going to do. Don't criticize somebody else for what they're not doing. You be it. Be about it. Be about that action and go do it. Keep your eye on your intention. Don't let any outside distraction or your own insecurity stop you from your goals.